Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. <laughs> and I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to December, David. Wow. David is not oriented. This is going to be a wild episode. This, <laughs> this episode is free. From the constraints, the time and space constraints of linear time management. That's true. We are in a bubble. Mm. So whenever you're listening to this, it could be yesterday, maybe you already listened to it. Yeah. But it's obviously tomorrow. We have no idea. Yeah. And it's irrelevant. No matter when you're listening to this, we know you loved it. Mm. Last week, next week, whatever. You sent us a letter. Right. What if you already listened to it before we recorded it and you sent us an email? <laughs> and the email just said... Don't do this one. Right. <laughs> Skip this so episode. today is just but moments after the last time we recorded. That's true. Right. So it's pretty Year, quick. Seconds. Pretty quick turnaround. And I'm pretty excited because my entire world is yeah. oriented around Spider-Man opening right. in a few short days. In fact, I made comment before we set up. We're, you know, chit-chatting and how's your day? How was your day? And I said, well, I'm, I spent, you know, and as I've been lately obsessing over the Spider-Man showtimes, making sure we have enough of them. Do we have an open caption lineup? Do we have a 3D show? Do we design IMAX set, you know, and looking into the December lineup and making sure that I don't take too many shows for Spider-Man because I mean, I'd like to play Spider-Man on 10 screens, but I have other movies to open. And right. so all like everything in my world right now is oriented around Spider-Man. <laughs> So <laughs> David and I are talking about when we're going to record and, and podcast stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. It's, you know. it's, it's kind of deep. Right. It's pretty heavy yeah. managerial stuff. Yeah. It's high low. It's executive suite stuff. Yeah. Well, I came out of my executive suite <laughs> right. and I was like, oh, what's up? And then David told his assistant, go get Penn out of his executive suite. Right. right. We'll meet right. the executive lounge. <laughs> right. So, so we were having our post staff meeting review in the executive lounge. Right just but moments ago and David says to me what are we going to watch next week <laughs> and then Penn's like Spider-Man I'm like that doesn't come out this week <laughs> and then I just stared at him because for the first time in 151 episodes I was sure that I was right <laughs> he was you get one I get one I'm right every 151 episodes you can set your watch to it mm. You got that straight. <laughs> Darn tootin'. So Darn have, have you, let's just sort of merge right into the buzz, to okay. the news. Yeah. Have you been reading, I mean, I've been telling you for weeks, the projections, the pre-sales that we're seeing on Spider-Man. It's going mean, to be crazy. It's, it's, it's consistent with Avengers. Yeah. Like, literally. Wow. I think now it's starting to get into the realm where it could pass Avengers. And some of the professional prognosticators... Oh, yeah, I said it. Wow. <laughs> I said it's going to be that kind of day. They prognosticated. They prognosticated the hell out of this <laughs> and came up with a $200 million or better opening weekend. Holy smokes. Which would have Spider-Man. Here's the little fun fact that I saw. 
if Spider-Man opens 200 million in three days, that yeah. when, when people say it opens to such and such, what they refer to is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So when it opens on Thursday night, oh, I got to come back to that too. But when it opens on Thursday night, the, the rule is you're an exhibitor, you open a movie on Thursday night, that the, the, the lingo, the jargon that, that the studios use is you roll those grosses into Friday's gross. So when you see a gross that says Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it included Thursday night. Doesn't that feel gross to you? Yeah, you roll it right into Friday's gross. It's gross. <laughs> so anyway, the fun fact that I was building up to is if Spider-Man would open at 200 million, then it would in three days outgross Eternal's entire run. Wow. What? That's crazy. I'm just saying. Yeah, so deal with that. So now the thing I wanted to talk to you about on Thursday nights. Yeah, Spidey. Right, we need to have a little conversation. Okay. With our dear listeners. Hold on, let me dial them in. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? You know, we shut down the theater for the pandemic because it was the right and responsible thing to do. While we were closed, right. apparently the entire new universe forgot how movies work. <laughs> because I'm not saying they're not coming. They're yeah. coming, but they forgot how things work. We get, at least I've been getting, I, I'm just going to average it out and say once a day, get an email from someone who says, Spider-Man doesn't open until Friday. How are you selling tickets on Thursday? <laughs> Instead of just being excited that you can go on Thursday right. and going. And I don't know how to take that. Like, are you accusing me of stealing money from you? Like, you're going to not get to see the movie. You're going to walk in here Thursday and we're going to be like, oh, well, we're sorry we took your money, but you can't see it. It doesn't open until tomorrow. Or are you accusing me of, like, cheating the studio? I think mostly they're just legitimately confused. Right. But Drew and I had this conversation. We've been showing movies. We've been opening movies. On Thursday nights. Forever. For years. Yeah. For, literally forever. Yeah. And now all, and nobody ever once, never, never one time, nobody ever once called me and was like, hey, I just got my tickets for Harry Potter, but it, it says it doesn't open till Friday, but we're coming in Thursday. How's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm getting like a steady stream. Well, do you think it's because this movie's attracting a lot of uh, people that normally wouldn't? I mean, I guess maybe. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. But let me just tell you something. If the tickets are on sale, then we're showing the movie. I think the idea of having Spider-Man crossover with Spider-Man's yeah is such a thing that it's attracting people who haven't seen Spider-Man movies since Sam Raimi. Okay. Spider-Man. Okay. Who like dipped out before the MCU was a right, thing. Right. Right. And like, oh, time for comic book movies anymore. Marvel sucks. <laughs> Oh, it's for kids. Uh, come on. It's for kids. I like how your guy talks the same way my guy talks. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, yeah. they're brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daryl and Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so that, I just thought that was, I know sometimes we like to talk about things that go on behind the scenes, and that's something that's going on right now is people seem to be confused about how to roll Thursday night. So if you're, if you know anyone... Right. At all, period. <laughs> period. You should go up to them and you should say, just so you're aware, right. pre-screens for Spider-Man happen on Thursday. Right. Everyone's invited. Listen to the Pen Cinema podcast. Right, right. Yeah. Now, I will say, if you got tickets to see Spider-Man on Wednesday night, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to follow up on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sums up with that one. Yeah. yeah. So we have um, opening night. The When I say opening night, like the premiere, the 6.30 p.m. IMAX show is sold out. Wow. Locked out, sold out. How many shows are, like a lot of shows? So on, no, on, on, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting these days. With the reserved seating, we don't really sell out anymore because it's sort of like natural selection. You know, people buy, if there's, let's just say for easy math, there's a hundred seats in a given theater. They take the 92 really good seats. Right. You know, and those last eight seats that are maybe way off to the sides or maybe in the front row, uh, but I'll talk about front row in a second. But those last remaining seats, like if people don't want to sit in them, they sit, they'll say, oh, well, there's no good seats. And then they just go to a next showtime. Like to 7.30, oh, I don't want to sit on the end of, you know, the back row, yeah. so I'm going to go at 8.15. You know, so so we don't really have any technically sold-out shows, but we have a ton of shows where the only seats left are like the bad – they're not bad seats, but you know what I mean, the, right. less, the less popular seats. Right. So, okay, so here's here's a question for you. Not a question. Here's yeah. a story for you. Yeah. I don't remember what it was I saw recently. That, what was the – was it uh, maybe Ghostbusters? Think that was like almost selling. Oh, out is this theaters. the one where the guy sat in your seat? No, oh. that was a dune. Oh, that was a dune in Wilmington. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five to ten people in the theater, and the guy sits <laughs> in the seats. <laughs> it's like, come on. Uh, people were coming in, and you know how some of the theaters, the back row, is still the old seating, right? Like the overflow, right? I had there two groups of people came in and like went right up there, couldn't figure out where their seats were. They're not numbered. I can't figure it out. And one group, I was like, no, you guys are down here, like. Yeah, not, you know, and they were like, "Oh, thanks." We would have set up there, and then like, right as the movie was starting, a big group came in and went back there, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not messing with them. Yeah. They can just that's live not with your their, job. They can live with their decisions." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so we are super excited. About, I mean, I'm just thrilled. Like it's just it remind honestly, like it's like the old days. Yeah. Like I, I I think back to opening night of Avengers and Star Wars, and it's just really exciting. And I mean. It's it's a fun time to run a movie theater. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's gonna be crazy. It's crazy. It's stressful, but it's we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, yeah. and I think I did a I, I did a nice job of defending myself against the smaller titles. And some people are gonna take that the wrong way. But what I mean is, for the last year or so, I've been pretty much playing anything that anybody wants me to play. You know, a lot right, of a right, right. lot of titles right. that are not doing much business. Right. And as soon as I started seeing the numbers on Spider Man, so I skipped National Champions. Um, there's a couple other titles that I don't want to articulate because I don't want to draw attention to the fact that I skipped them. But yeah. you know, there's a few a few movies that in another period, if if Spider Man wasn't doing what Spider Man's doing, I would have played these other movies. Yeah. But I think it's important not only for the business, but also it's one of those things like, well, we have this it's not really philosophical. It's like a strategic conversation about, oh, well, don't you want something for those other moviegoers? Well, I do, but what about the the families that want to see Spider-Man? Yeah. Like, like I have to serve them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, I do feel like it's, I'm, I'm, I feel good about how I'm balancing that. Cause we are playing, um, the tender bar. We are playing West side story. We are playing licorice pizza. Like we're not playing just superhero movies right you know we have other content but the other thing to look at too and i know that from an outside standpoint might not be uh as visible 
but it's like you've got this tiny window to make right. your profit, right? And the rest of the year, you can cater to everybody. Right. But for this tiny window, right. if you focus now, you can do the other stuff later. Absolutely. But it, and if you don't do that, right. you can't. Absolutely. And I think the, the movie business has changed more and more where opening weekend and maybe to some degree the second week, they matter more and more. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. so absolutely. I'm, I am I worked really hard. And when I come in tomorrow, which is Monday morning, I'm going to be getting rid of movies wow. um, like crazy. Very aggressive to drop movies that in a different world probably would have hung on. You know, look, we don't have a lot of news today, so we have time for yeah. riffraff. I don't know if we ever told the story about how we met. Because we're talking <laughs> about opening, opening stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the reason the love at first email that happened between us. Yeah, I w I've told this story many times. On here. And, and I've told it at least once or twice on the show. Okay. But I think it's time you tell the story. Okay. I want to hear David Moulton's version. All right. All right. So I really wanted to see The, the Dark Knight right. in uh, digital because mm. it was like new fancy thing. Right. Because we had Dark Knight on 35 millimeter and digital. Right. And I don't think any other theaters around had digital at that point. Right. So it was like, this is crazy. And so you guys were advertising big time. Come see it in digital. Yeah. So opening night, I bought tickets and I made sure to buy tickets for the digital screening. Right. And then I got here and it was like old style practices when everything was equal. And I came in and the ushers were just like, well, this is the, like everyone go into this auditorium. And when it fills up, going to this auditorium, no snow assigned seats oh, right, 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 right. or anything. And I was like, oh, my ticket says I'm for this on this yeah. one. It's like, ah, but the guy must've known when uh, I'll just, and then I watched it and it was, it was 35 millimeter movies. Fantastic. Right. No complaint. Presentation was amazing. Cause it was opening night. Right. Cause 35 millimeter looks great on opening night. Oh yeah. The problem with 35 millimeter is the second day, third day, fourth week. After it's been run a million right. times. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. So I wasn't upset, like right. I wasn't mad, right? but I, I decided that my voice should be heard. Yeah. And I, reached, I wasn't mad, but I wasn't happy. Yeah. I was disappointed. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And I, so I sent Penn an email. I said, yeah. my man, dude, look, I went out of my way to make sure I got tickets for this, this right. theater, this presentation. Yeah. And then when I got here, Ugh. I didn't get, I didn't get that. Yeah. And that's what I was really looking forward to. And I remember not only were you like, my boy, I'm sorry, I got you. Come, come check it out in digital. But then you also changed your practices to have people go to the theater that they had purchased their ticket to. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you, we learned uh, our lesson from you. Yeah. Because it had not occurred to us. Because we were, it, the, the concept of digital was so new to us mm -hmm. that we had not really put together that people were paying attention to which version their ticket was for. Like we had not really put together that that was a thing. Right. Um, or at least that particular night we didn't. And now everything is digital. So well, now it's all digital. It yeah. The HDR didn't take off. So <laughs> <laughs> remember, tell that HDR story. <laughs> so, so I traveled out to, to Wilmington. Was that opening night? Yeah. Yeah. Opening night for, for the Wilmington location. What's HDR? Uh, it's high definition real Wait, Was it H? What is it? Reg resolution. High definite, high 
Def resolution? It's either high def or high digital resolution. High digital, yeah. But it's a form of 3D. Right. It like takes it up another notch. And it was it was a big thing in the industry. We we went to all these panels at CinemaCon and we heard um, James Cameron preaching. James Cameron and Peter Jackson were yeah. the two like preachers. It's more frames per second. Yeah. Like tons more frames. So it's supposed to see it's all it's at the time it was as close to real life. Right. As you could get. And we paid big money to convert one of our theaters in Wilmington and one of our theaters in Lidditz to an HDR theater so that we could play. Was it was it Harry Potter? No, Hobbit. 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 I knew it had an H. Yeah. It was Hobbit. And we were all excited to have it because we thought we were hot shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It worked once with digital. <laughs> right, and I do it again. right. 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 So what happened? Oh my God. It, I felt so sick. Why did you go to Wilmington? I forget. Well, it was opening night to support oh, you. Yeah, but why not come here? Because it was opening night in Wilmington. Oh, oh, right, right. Yeah. It was the opening night. Yeah. Well, like the first time that it was the theater's opening night. Right. Yeah, like yeah, Wilmington yeah. was right. Wilmington's first day. Right, right. So right, I went right. out there and yeah. I said, well, I'm going out. I'm going to yeah. see an HDR. Yeah, right. I yeah. forgot. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because I went out, you gave me a tour of the building and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it, it made <laughs> me so sick to watch it. Like, it hurt my eyes. Motion sickness. Like, I don't know how to explain it. it I, I get a similar feeling with sometimes the, like, really high-definition definition TVs that look mm. so real that the shows and stuff on them don't look mm. – they look fake. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, absolutely. I hate that. Well, what's interesting is your experience was echoed around the country because HDR has now, well, 3D completely is gone and HDR was gone weeks after The Hobbit came out. Yeah. There was, like there was strong pushback. People were avoiding it. Yeah. And we haven't played one since Hobbit. And it makes it look, it makes it look fake. Like, oh man, I'm, the group that I'm rewatching the Marvel movies with, they have a TV that's like super high def or whatever. And some of the shots, it just makes everything look like they're on sets and yeah. stuff in the Marvel movies. I'm like, oh, it's so disappointing. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, that was a fun little walk down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> but have you heard Aquaman 2 has finished filming? Did you hear Aquaman 2 is being made? Mary, have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> um, this would be starring uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa Boa. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we knew that it was filming. Yeah, we did. I yeah. don't think we cared. Yeah, no, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> so the problem with, uh, we've never missed a week, but the problem with almost missing a week is that there's not a lot of news between your, your two record sessions. <laughs> okay, so meanwhile, uh, what has not, well, maybe it has wrapped filming, but Disney has pulled their film Deepwater off the release schedule. Deepwater stars Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. What do you know about this? So this is a Disney film, but you wouldn't guess it was a Disney film. And I think it has uh, the premise of the movie. So it's done filming. And I don't, there's there's rumors about why it might be, have been pulled. So premise of the movie is Ben Affleck and Anna, their characters are married, but to keep their lives Spicy or whatever they're allowed to have. Don't say it. Don't say it. Extramarital relations. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Well, there goes our ratings. I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> David, we've been nothing <laughs> if not family friendly. Family friendly. <laughs> and now you're going to throw those that kind of language. You eat what you should. Right. Nothing but effing family friendly. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but then I guess they're both also secretly spies or something, and like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Right. Okay. But the people that they're sleeping with on either side start dying. Are there also spies? Yeah, they're also <laughs> also spies and. There's murders and they have to solve murders or something. But the rumor is that Ben and Anna were dating when they filmed this, which I didn't know. And he's back with J-Lo. So the rumor is that perhaps maybe J-Lo put some muscle out but the kibosh to, on it. to make this movie where her husband, her boy toy is out with his ex-girlfriend. Oh not my. Not make the light of day. Oh my God. I don't buy, I, I, I was with you all the way up until last Yeah, part. I don't think that's I, true. There's no that's way. like pure yeah. I mean, inquirer. I mean, J-Lo is a powerful A-lister. And then the Bat Boy. But there's no, <laughs> you're down. not. Yeah. 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 Bigfoot yeah. put his, he signed yeah. a letter and said, no way. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Batman. <gasps> Yeah. yeah. You want me to do this one? Yeah. All right. So per The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers is deciding between two cuts of The Batman with Robbie Batten Bats. Interesting. Yeah. Which Because that comes out soon. I mean, that's yeah. March. So apparently, like, another executive said that they've already decided which one they're going with. But apparently, the decision is whether or not this movie will contain the Joker. Huh, that's the, a big swing. Yeah, so there's a character in it that pe- is a new character that people thought, well, maybe he'll be a new origin for the Joker. That was the hypothetical thing. So now they're saying that either A, that could be thrown in here as like a lead into the next movie, like his or either his origin takes place here or they allude to his origin or he just shows up or something. Or maybe they decided not to do that. So they weren't sure... Interesting. Which way to go? Yeah. I don't think we need that. You don't need a new Joker. Well, it's not even, I mean, yes, there's that, but it's not even that. It's this movie already has the Riddler, Catwoman, and Penguin in it. The full lineup. It doesn't need, isn't Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because we've talked on this show a lot about how people sort of copycat like, is there a chance that some Batman executive is like, hey, look at what's happening with Spider-Man. It's because they have 16 villains. Totally missing the point. Yeah. You know, but saying, oh, it's because they have 16 villains. We should put another villain in our movie. So what you're saying is that there's a DC executive out there that sees what Marvel's doing and wants to copy it as quickly as possible? Yes. When has that ever happened and or gone wrong? Right. And or gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, this is news to me. God, I, I just, you know what it it's, it's like when you have a bad quarterback. <laughs> oh, this is a reference I'll get. Yeah, this is a sports <laughs> reference you'll totally get. <laughs> it's like having a bad quarterback who gets traded to a new team and he still sucks and you're like, well, yeah, How's he's, that he's still the same guy. <laughs> Just DC cannot. Well, whatever. I shouldn't say that because I think the Batman has good hope. Uh, yeah, I have potential. Yeah. I, I know a certain someone who watched the trailer was just like, I'm done. I don't even want anything to do with it. <sighs> I know. I was shocked. Did you ban them from the show? I didn't. I, I didn't. Did you put them on our secret blacklist? I said, all right. 
I'm going to take you to see this, oh. and we're going to see what's up. Oh, boy. And you, I, I said, even if you hate it, I want to watch you hate it. I want to watch you hate it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all the news we have that's fit to print. Yeah. And we can yeah. move on. We do have some interesting trailers to talk about, yeah. including one that you and I debated a little bit. I thought it was just an ad for Harry Potter, like a two and a half oh, minute start, ad. Start with this? All right. Uh, we don't have to yeah. start with it. I'm just saying. Let's go. Let's go. I'm just saying. The new trailer came out for Fantastic Beasts 3. Ah, the new teaser trailer. <sighs> yeah. You know what's interesting? Before we did the show, do you remember back in the wee early days when you had to teach me how to watch trailers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm, you're still in the course. I'm, yeah. I'm saying. Like you graduated. I'm saying, I feel like I'm still working my way through. I'm out of freshman year, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, I still have a lot to learn. Yeah. And I watched this advertisement for the Harry Potter franchise. And because it was an ad for Harry Potter, I thought I was watching the wrong thing and I skimmed it. And then I said to my friend David, I said, was that even a trailer or just an ad for the franchise? And you said... Didn't you see all the new stuff at the end? Yeah, and I said no because I was <laughs> skipping because I thought I was watching the wrong thing. So they hype you up. So this is, this is a very manipulative trailer because the Fantastic Beast movies have not done what the fan base would have. So clearly somebody, some executive made the decision that we need to emphasize the Fantastic Beasts relationship with Harry Potter. Yeah. Like we need to emphasize that this is a continuation of the Harry Potter world. Right, because they were very much selling them on their own. Right. And now they're like, wait, that we're didn't calling work. this because because uh, J.K. Rowling's been semi-canceled. So it's now the wizarding world instead of J.K. Rowling's mm. whatever. It's the wizard wizarding world is like the overbranching thing and it's uh fantastic beasts and i don't remember what this this is called something of dumbledore secrets of dumbledore Se I think? secrets of dumbledore or whatever but there's a lot of things happening in this one they 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 definitely pull on how crazy cool the fandom is mm -hmm. and it's because it's not even like stuff of the all stuff of the movies they're showing like a lot of fan and, and stuff. Lego stuff and the the theme yeah. park and they show fans watching it and, and then it it is I think what we the thing is teaser trailers used to be trailers for trailers right they very strongly were like in in if coming up you're going to get a full trailer but here's a tiny snippet mm. but what we've gotten used to is teaser trailers are almost full trailers right and then the next one has more about the story. The first one's just hype. Right. The next one's more about, the, and that's the real trailer. Yeah. But this is a real old style type of teaser that says in a couple days, the full trailer for this movie is coming. One of the reasons I also pushed to put this in here is not only is there at the end, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff about the new movie, but uh, as we know, Johnny Depp was canceled and now he's back, I guess. But he they took him out of, the lead role of Grindelwald and he's been replaced by Matt Mickelson and this is the first there's a screen one like frame where you can see Matt Mickelson as the character mm. for this, the first time we've seen him interesting as the character in this yeah so where do you go if you want to watch the like if you want to get caught back up on Fantastic Beasts 
I'm sure there's recaps online. It's probably HBO. Oh, to watch it? Watch yeah. it? Oh, yeah, I think HBO has it. Cause yeah, because that's a Warner's. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so by the time you're listening to this podcast, unless you're like Johnny on the spot, right. um, there's probably a new trailer for Fantastic Beasts 3, and you can watch the ad like I did, <laughs> the ad yeah. slash teaser trailer, and then watch the trailer. Or we'll talk next week. There'll probably be a new trailer. Right. It'd be slick. We've talked on we've talked before about how it's it's it seems counterintuitive, but it would be cool if we could get the new Fantastic Beast trailer to play in front of Spider Man. Oh yeah, opens this week. Sp- does it? Spider Man no, does. Get it yeah. yes. this week. You. This week. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Right. All right. Okay. So the next trailer we have is Sonic Two. Okay. So the Game Awards were this week, mm. and the, the Sonic Two perfect timing trailer came out. Did you ever watch the first one? The movie? Yeah. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I didn't yeah. watch no, it. No, I think so. Yeah. Did you? You probably saw parts of it at least. Cleveland. I think I watched it. I, f- I can't remember why uh, Why I did. I must have been with somebody like my nephew or something. Yeah. But I heard that people thought it, yeah, it was, was good. pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, pretty okay. This one looks even better to me. Yeah. I haven't seen the first one, but what I love about this trailer is that the first one felt like they were trying to make... Sonic real in our world, which is always a real difficult. Yeah, which they were. They were Tom and but, Jerry, but it's always a real difficult thing to do. Right, it's like well, that's not really what Sonic is. Like he doesn't rely on, you know. I like that this one is taking things up a notch to how it's more like a video game. Right, we got Tails introduced, which, uh, as we heard from from Frodo, she's really happy. Tails is being voiced by the original Tails act- mm-hmm. actress. Mm-hmm. Um, we also get Dr. Robotnik looks a lot more comical, like comic, not comic, but looks a lot more cartoony. Like it's still uh, Jim Carrey, but his mustache is huge. Yeah, he's got that great line. It's the best line of the trailer. Papa got a brand new stash. Right, and it's, yeah. he's like extra wacky, which yeah. is great. And uh, we got an introduction to Idris Elbow yeah. as Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles. Yeah. And Knuckles is my favorite character. I don't know about you. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah. And the movie opens just in time the day after Kayla's birthday, 2022. What? Yep. And she'll be just old enough to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fully uh, I fully endorse this this upcoming movie. Um, I want to lay something on you. Oh, shoot. You ready? Oh, boy. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Stand cap. This is my trailer of the week. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm tempted to go with uh, Operation Fortune because that trailer was surprisingly I enjoyed that thoroughly. We're gonna walk through that. In a yeah, second. we're gonna walk through that in a sec. But my trailer of the week, Sonic Two. Wow. I loved it. Wow. I thought it was funny, engaging, made me excited for the movie. The trailer itself was well done. Like it set up like the whole sort of like oh Sonic, we love Sonic. Oh, and there's the bad guy, and you're sort of lulled into this like you know. And then right towards the end, they introduce Knuckles, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, this is going to get real. Oh, how you know? rude of me. Let yeah. me introduce to you right. Knuckles. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So this was my trailer of the week, Sonic 2. Well, let's talk about what's definitely not anybody's trailer of the week. <laughs> King's Daughter. The King's Daughter. This looks like a made-for-TV movie, does it not? Yes, it like does. Disney Channel-type yeah. level. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> looking way too old to play the part that he's playing and other people mm-hmm. and a mermaid and oh a mermaid and a, yeah i mean oh you didn't i'm sorry 
I don't know if you realize that they used to have mermaids that uh, they then killed and absorbed their essence to uh, make yes. their towns really cool. Nice. Yeah. And you didn't, you don't read history books. <laughs> That's for sure. It's all running with you. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, uh, this looks like nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah. But my trailer of the week. Yeah. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Grey. Oh, that's your trailer of the week. That is my trailer. All right, I, I will agree that that was a great trailer. Yeah. Now, this is, I had the pleasure, and if I wasn't here, I guarantee you, Sir Skips a lot would have been blipping through this trailer <laughs> and not and, and not have the same reaction. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Because here's what happened. No, no. I'm standing right behind him, right? And this trailer comes up. Jason Statham comes on and he goes, oh, this looks like shit. He says that immediately. Who Who said that? And I said, you just say that because it's Jason Statham. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess they have. I didn't really think about it. You would have totally been like, whatever. Blip, blip, blip. But then by the end of the trailer, he's like, "Uh, yeah, this looks good. (laughs) It's got Audrey Plaza in it. Hugh Grant. Oh, my God. Directed by Guy Ritchie. So when I send you an email to some other show, you're going to call me. You're going to refer to me as Sir Skips-A-Lot. Sir Skips-A-Lot, right? <laughs> did you watch the whole thing or did you, did you hit the, oh, the fast forward every couple seconds? I'm dying. <laughs> oh, my God. You know it's true. All right, I your will, pressure kept you into this. It is. It is. It is. It it is true. <laughs> Spot on. Now, in fairness to myself, I was a little bit tight. Like we were ready to record, and I was yeah. still watching trailers, so yeah. I was kind of like, whatever. Jason Statham comes on, and I'm like, oh, this looks like shit. <laughs> and then David's like, <laughs> only because Jason Statham's on. The, nothing at this point. Nothing has happened except for Jason Statham walking forward. <laughs> nothing had happened. <laughs> That's true. It's like two seconds into it. <laughs> Your hatred of this man. <laughs> well, what was funny, what I told you was it was like subconscious because I didn't even realize. I was yeah. just like, oh, this movie looks like shit. And J- uh, David goes, that's just because it's Jason Statham. And I was like, oh, I, you might be right. Therapy <laughs> <laughs> so finally broke through. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's Jason Statham. Yeah. And then David reminds me, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Right. Uh, all right. Okay. We love Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. I mean, Generally, uh, yeah, generally, generally, yeah. generally speaking, and then it co-stars Aubrey Plaza, great, who we love, and it co-stars Hugh Grant, Josh Hartnett, Josh Hartnett, Hugh Grant, who I wouldn't say that I love Hugh Grant, but he's always cast perfectly in Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, yeah. So and he's funny. You're like, oh, okay, he's great, and he, Guy Ritchie knows what to do with Hugh Grant. Right. Now, 2021, Hugh Grant. You know, or right. 2020 or whatever modern day old man grant so yeah so this movie looks like a really fun spy action guy no let me say that differently this movie looks like a great guy Ritchie movie coming yeah. it, they were emphasizing the humor in the trailer yeah so i hopefully it hits its mark yeah and aubrey plaza hilarious i mean she's perfect she's going to be perfect in this role yeah 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 <laughs> i i like the the juxtaposition of her and Jason Statham, right? His seriousness, and, right? And also, it has uh, Carrie Elway, who I love. I don't know her. It's a guy. I don't know him. He well, he's like their boss in this, but he, he was Princess, used, Princess Pride. He was in. Oh yeah, the short guy. Uh, blonde hair. Oh oh no, I'm thinking of some. I'm thinking uh, he, of. Uh, no, you're yeah, you're thinking. Carrie Elway was 
was uh, the prince. The prince. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not the prince, but he's you know the I mean. Dread the, Pirate Robert, yeah, Roberts. Right, right. He was also Robin Hood and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. You know. Okay. I know who you mean now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All so right. Anyway. So are we done? Is no, that it? No. We have one more trailer for Bell. Suggested to us. By Frodo. Well, I saw it. I knew it was out there, but okay. she made sure that we didn't miss it. Right, because we've talked about this movie before, and, and we've reviewed the trailers in uh, foreign language. And this was the first English language trailer. Right. I, right. Of course, I remember that. Of course, because you, <laughs> right. of all people, would never forget a trailer. No. And or think that we, we watched a trailer that we hadn't. So what is that called? When you for, I know what it's called when you forget trailers, because that's called like Pen Ketchum. But... <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it when you remember things that didn't happen? It's called my mom. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's the way it was. All right, me and Shady Lady, we got that. Yeah. In, we got that in common because I still think you and Abacus are wrong. I saw that trailer for the first time last night before West Side Story. That's not true. Uh, Is a hundred and ten percent true. That's and false. I, and I turned to the person I was with, and I was like, "Well." Now I've seen that trailer for the first time. Now I've seen that trailer <laughs> for the second time. <laughs> so not true. So not true. Definitely the seen it twice bar. now. I was like, it actually looks pretty good. Oh, does oh, it now? Who would have thought? Does it now? I wouldn't have thought because I've never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, also, Bell is getting an IMAX release. You think you'll uh, have some time for that? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Only if you promise there will be intense screaming and crying during the movie. Dude, I care. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> Demon Hunter style where they right. cry for 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. yeah. With like the, <laughs> the tears just ejecting out of their face. I love it. No. Lots of No. And even the animals that see the death were like, <laughs> And then the animals went somewhere and somebody you saw them crying. Right. They, start crying. they start crying. There's a lot of crying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Did you cry at the end of West Side Story? Did I know? There was no. some talk. There was talk. Yeah, there's about talk. Crying? No, the guys in the theater, uh, there was talk that David came out of West Side Story crying, looking, looking for tissues. Oh, that's and, true. Yeah. That's true. But I wasn't crying because of the story. Hugging everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I was crying because I couldn't believe it had been so long that I was sitting in there with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real life outside. <laughs> I didn't think it was real. <laughs> All right, so those are our trailers. Yeah. My trailer of the week is Sonic 2. David's trailer of the week is Operation Fortune. Ruse de Guerra. Ruse de Guerra. All right, you ready to talk about West Side Story? I am, and I feel like we're going to be on different pages. I feel like we are. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of West Side Story? Well, I forgot to give a shout out to Kayla. <gasps> I'm going to give her a shout out because then I'm going to throw her under the bus. Oh my gosh. The shout out is, look, Kayla. <gasps> Finally old enough to see Sonic 2. Finally Almost. soon old enough to be Sonic 2, <laughs> to see Sonic 2. Kayla ran and completed a half marathon. I heard. In Rehoboth Beach. And then she blew her leg up, right? No, she's fine. She... Yeah, but she completed a half marathon for the first time ever. That's crazy. We were super proud of her, and she trained, so she was ready for it and ran it and did great, and we were just couldn't be happier for her. Wow. Now, I watched West Side Story with Kayla, oh. which was great. Kayla yeah. and I, we love watching movies together. 
And at the end of the movie, Kayla was a little shook. And I said, you know, this is pretty much Romeo and Juliet, right? <laughs> she was like, no, I don't think I do that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So she was, a, she didn't see the ending coming and she was a little disturbed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, she, was, she shouldn't watch Romeo and Juliet, which is even darker. Right. Right, yeah. right. This is like a soft version. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, so we watched it. I, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I, here's what I liked about it. I feel like Steven Spielberg did not try too hard to reinvent West Side Story. It, it reminded me of like, you know, when you hear a singer cover somebody else's song. Yeah. And sometimes the singer like... And, and that's cool too. Sometimes they put out like their own, they cover the song, but it sounds completely different. Right. right and and right. that's, that's cool too. That's an artistic choice, but sometimes they cover a song the same way it was recorded. Yeah. You know, but they're just saying, Hey, this is how I do it. This is my version of recording that song. Right. You know, and, and that I think is what Steven Spielberg did with West Side Story. He didn't try to reinvent it. He didn't try to, you know, make it crazy or have it totally different or anything like that. Um, but the cinematography, the shots, the, the the work with the lighting, I mean, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Are you a fan of classic West Side Story? Yeah. Yeah. So would you say favorite movie of all time? Best movie of all time. Wow. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So... You would say it was the worst movie ever made. Yeah. Well, but no. But yeah. That's what I'm going to give it. But here's the thing. I always found West Side Story really boring. Mm. I love Romeo and Juliet. It's one of my favorite like stories mm. and plays. But I feel like it's just so long, Pen. It's so long. Not a short movie. And, the, and the, some of the songs just aren't anything. There are some great songs. There are some amazing songs. And it's here's the problem that I had with this movie was that I simultaneously was not having a good time and loving it. Mm. And I'm like, I love I love the costuming, I love the acting, I love this song, I love I love the way they're dancing. Do you remember when tough guys used to do ballet? Oh yeah. I mean clearly. Absolutely. When did that go out of fun? I still time? do it. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like this movie was it was it was better then, but it was like when they go back and they remaster a film. Right. 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 But it was better. I would agree with that completely. Because the style it was filmed, right? The colors, right? The shading, like the you know, shadowing and right. stuff, right? It felt like an old style film, right? Just that's what super I was, high definition. That's what I was trying to articulate. So my worst film ever review is only because I feel this movie is too long and I got bored. And you didn't like West Side Story in the first place. Right. Because you love Romeo and Juliet. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, not because I feel like it takes away from Romeo and Juliet. It's just, it's a story I'm familiar with, so I get bored. And some of the songs, I feel like they don't match the music, but then some of the songs I just absolutely, uh, like, head over heels in love with. Yeah. So... My complaint, that's like my biggest complaint. And the only reason I don't like it, I felt like it wouldn't end. But uh, it's so insane how you could show, you could put this on a, on a VHS and be like, this is West Side Story. 
And someone who'd never seen West Side Story and never heard of any of these actors would completely and fully believe this is the movie that was filmed. In 1960. Yeah. 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 And that's the crazy amazing way the work that he did on this movie. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic and it, it deserves all the praise for that. You just As didn't like it. I, I yeah. personally just don't, didn't have a good time with this. I, I was enjoying myself for about half an hour and then I was like. That opening five or 10 minutes is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it's all brilliant, but especially like just that, the quiet, calm, like just, it simmers. Yeah. I yeah. saw it was so cool. So I mean, I, I think my favorite song is uh, "I Want to Be in America." Yeah, it's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's also, and I'm gonna. I, this is a weird thing that I wanted to mention. I think another thing that that bothered me was just the racism. Just like I think it's it's. I was thinking about this. So I was watching it. It bothered me for all the right reasons that I just don't like it, and it just it just made me angry. But at the same time, like I'm I'm not. Uh, it's not like I'm saying we shouldn't see this or have this in our media or, or like acknowledge that it happened. I'm not like, no, let's, let's wipe it away or anything. But at the same time, I think it should bother us when we see it. And and it just yeah. really bothered me. Even, even though it's like a historical like moment in time and it's like, it's still an issue uh, for a lot of people and, and a lot of families. And it's still, yeah. it just, it just bothered me as it should yeah. and made me uncomfortable. Yeah. So there's that. Mm, mm, mm. So anyway, that's okay. my review. Yeah. Well, West Side Story. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Okay. Let's move on to listener notes, questions, answers, comments, suggestions. Let me tell you, Penn, people were all over you about t-shirts. <laughs> all over you about them. About getting those t-shirts all over them. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's awesome. So... Have we closed submissions for that, or should people still email in? No, you can still email in, absolutely. Podcast at PennCinema.com with your shirt size right. if you would like a Penn Cinema podcast T-shirt. Some people were so excited they forgot to even tell you what size shirt they were. Right. They just make the shirts. Yeah. Make Come them. On, hurry up. I love it. <laughs> so Frodo wrote in, of course, and she's a big fan of the voice casting in Sonic 2. Mm -hmm. She went over a bunch of stuff in the, at the Video Game Awards, which uh, I, I thought was really interesting but doesn't really – uh, apply to um, our conversation here, except for the fact that there was a sneak peek at Matrix 4 Resurrections, um, and she was talking about how she has no clue what's going on in this movie. It's really hard <laughs> to tell, like in a good way. Right. Like, And I did not watch the sneak peek because I'm at the point now where it's like, uh, unless it's for the show, I don't want to really take in any more uh, stuff for this movie. Right. I want to be able to go in as clean as possible. Yeah. Um, Are you excited? Yeah. I mean, we're all about Spider-Man, but Matrix opens five days later. Yeah, and I think it looks great as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I'm confused. I don't really, and the, and I'm I'm happy to be confused. I have no idea what's right. coming, you yeah. know, and I'm kind of cool with that. I don't want to, I don't want any, like, because that reminds me very much of how it was going into the first movie. Yeah. Not having any clue what it was like about. what? Yeah. She also pointed out there's a new Dune game coming out, a uh, video game, which I'm super excited for. And uh, a big shout out to Frodo for being a Yogg-Not, just like myself, uh, with the Yogg's cast. So. What's, uh, I saw something on sale at a shop, uh, Dune Emporium. Um, yeah. Is that the game? No, this is not what this is. That's a board game. Okay. This is a, this is a PC game. 
Ah, gotcha. Yeah. And you obviously have the board game. Uh, do I have Imperium? I don't have Imperium, which is which one game of the year. I have um, I have the remake of the original Doom board game, and I have one called uh, <sighs> House Secrets. I love it. So I, I don't have Imperium. I want to get Imperium, though. It looks so good. <laughs> it's so good. But the only thing that holds me back is I'm like, Who's who's gonna like? Who, I haven't found people to play the, the first two that I have with me yet. Right. Who's gonna play this other game that I right. buy that sits in my closet, <laughs> and I just look at how cool it looks to play? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that is a struggle, my man. Yeah, I'll that's, tell you what, the struggle is real. Yeah. So uh, we had a late arrival email uh, from a new new write in. Oh, I got it in here. Oh, you do? Yep. Yep. But first, we got not another Jason. Oh, there we go. Yeah, okay. Uh, because she had the same thing to say. Uh, oh, no, it was different. So, not another Jason wrote in and said that Doolittle was the movie you were thinking about that had Tom Holland and Robert Downey right. Jr. And he correctly knew that um, Tom Holland did voice work in Doolittle. Right. And it was interesting. It was weird because at first he wrote in and said they were in The Judge together. Were do, they? Do you, no, they were not. Do you remember that movie with Robert Downey Jr.? It's Robert Duvall and Robert Downey Jr. And Duvall plays the judge. Oh. And he's like known in town as, like, that's what people call him, the judge. And he drives home one night drunk and kills somebody. And the whole town, either actively or inactively, passively or what's the opposite of passive? Aggressively? No, you know what I mean. Actively? Yeah. Anyway, Unsively? they they knowing or unknowingly sort of cover up, help him get away with it. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr. is like, you need a lawyer, and you got the judge. My point is, the judge is a really good movie. Right. It's it's a little bit intense because because it's a father son storyline, and it's not like a happy go lucky father son. It's a pretty there's a lot of family dysfunction. It's an intense movie, and I was interested that Jason would. Um, like what made him think Tom Holland was in that movie? And I didn't even look up what year it was, but Tom Holland had to be what, like six years old when that movie came out. But anyway, the correct answer. So we'll leave some passes for Jason. The correct answer was Doolittle, which I don't think I ever saw. Now, not another Jason. When yeah. you leave his tickets, make sure you put it under his real name, Jonathan, <laughs> right. and not Jason. Right. Otherwise, there could be some confusion when he shows up at the, <laughs> the door. So thank you, not another Jason, Jonathan, Jonathan. <laughs> for writing in, and uh, I will leave passes for you uh, in the theater here in Lidditz, and you can you don't you can pick them up or you can just show up and use them sometime. Don't show up for Spider Man because you'll probably. Yeah, yeah, you have trouble getting in. Trouble getting in. So we got another email, a late arrival this afternoon. Um, now, before we talk about what she wants to talk about. Yeah. You know, David. Yeah. We are nothing if not professionals. <laughs> Consummate. <laughs> Consummate. Professionals. Right. And there's no room in this show for anything but the truth. <laughs> All the truth. There's nothing but. Yeah. There's, not, there's no room for shenanigans. Or as they say in Good Will Hunting, tomfoolery. <laughs> <laughs> or or Tom ball, Hanksery. Or Ballyhoo. What's it? Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo. Yeah. So anyway, so this supposed Megan writes in. And she's got, 
so her name now in my book is fake name Megan because her email address has one last name, which I'm not going to repeat because I respect her, respect her privacy. But then she signs off at the end of the email, party on Megan Sham. What? First of all, two names, and one of them is Sham. Sham, wow. I, I suspect that we're being toyed Faked. with. Faked yeah. names. But I'm cool with it because she wrote us a really cool email. Hit me up with this email. All right. So first of all, she made reference that Tom Holland, because we were wondering if we knew him from singing and dancing, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she yeah. made reference, and a couple people wrote us in and told us this, that Tom Holland was lip syncing and dancing to a mashup of Singing in the Rain and Umbrella on Lip Sync Battle, and there's clips of that all over, and Megan says he's amazing, which, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Thanks for writing in. But what I thought was really interesting. Okay. I'm really glad she wrote this in because she sort of said, like, you guys probably already know this, but did you know, blah, blah, blah. And I did not know. Did you? Oh. Oh, you haven't read it yet. Okay. Yeah. What she wrote in is Nightmare Alley. Oh, no, I did not know this. You did not. Well, first of all, she she you did make me LOL, Megan. I did laugh out loud because she I'll read I'll read exactly how she wrote it. She said, I've been meaning to write in when you mentioned Nightmare Alley, but I keep guessing myself and I want to go back and listen. But I've only got so many minutes in the day. <laughs> so you can tell she's a good listener. Right. That's an old joke. Um we haven't made that joke in a long time. But anyway, she says, so I've, I've only got so many, it's so many minutes in the day. So if you already know this, you know, whatever. But she, I did not know it. So I really appreciate her using a couple minutes of oh. her day. Because she, unlike, well, actually, now with this episode being suspended from time and space. Who knows? We've got indefinite minutes. Yeah, we can <laughs> you know? talk forever if right. we wanted. <laughs> but I, I don't know if that counts. Like, yeah. if we suspend time and space in Is our Is everyone time, else when they listen? Are you... Suspended when you're listening? Is that how that works? You can only listen to this episode while in suspended animation. And I think that's the And while can does that mean you can do other stuff? Like while you're suspended? Well, I got suspended I in high school a lot. But I never used that time to Shock. read. So <laughs> I know. Anyway, uh, I thought this was really interesting. Nightmare Alley starring starring Bradley Cooper is a remake of a Tyrone Power movie. And then she says, I can't remember if you guys mentioned this or not, but I feel like it's not in popular awareness. Unlike how everyone knew this star was born was compared to its predecessors. I did not know. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm going to have to no. do some more research on that. And I will also say, um, so um, thank you, Megan, for pointing that out. Because we're just so excited about Spider-Man. And I'm talking all about Spider-Man. The whole world's coming to see Spider-Man. Nightmare Alley opens the same day. And I'm equally excited for Nightmare Alley. Wow. And I, I don't know how it's going to do in the shadow of such a massive juggernaut. Oh! <laughs> That's twice. Wow. Yep. I got, what was the first one earlier? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> some big word. Some prognosticator. Prognosticator. Yeah. Prognosticators and juggernauts. Oh, my gosh. Um, everybody's so focused on Star is Born, they're overlooking Nightmare Alley. But I really appreciate Megan writing that in because... I think Nightmare Alley looks dope. It does. I'm going to definitely, really definitely find yeah. time to watch that. And then also, I just want to mention, uh, Megan's an occupational therapist, and we love the OTs. Yeah. Love the OTs on this show. Yeah. yeah we're all we're about always talking about yeah. them. One of us married one. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, that's the uh, that's the listeners' notes, or yeah. at least the ones worth repeating. Um, David, what are you up to? Well, look, we didn't have a whole ton of time between last recording and this one, about right. four or five days. Um, I just continuing to watch the Jingle Jam, which I mentioned last week. Oh, right. Of it's course the, you did. I remember. It's, yeah, of course. Because you was, of course, <laughs> yeah. If you mentioned it, I was totally listening. Doxcast thing that I, that I mentioned. that <laughs> right. to, It's a group of people raising money for charity, and they play games, and they, they do like uh, uh, amateur poker c- competition okay. and... You know, they sell they sell like a video game bundle with fifty five games, and then the money goes straight to charity. And nice. They were uh, last I checked uh, over two million. Well, first week they were over two million dollars, like in two days. So uh, I don't know where they're at currently, but uh, I've been dipping in, watching a lot of the replays from that. Yeah. But that's been about it. I've been pretty busy. I I, I did purchase the book, uh, the collection of uh, the Hawkeye series. Like the story of him and Kate Bishop mm. that the show is kind of based mm. off of because I want to read that. So I just haven't had nice. a chance. But. All right. What are you doing? I got a lot going on. Oh. I got a full plate. Oh. Uh, they're going to celebrate Christmas on December 25th this year. <gasps> so for those of you who are not in the loop and for those of you who do celebrate. Is that just for this year? Um, no, I mean, I don't think they go too, too many years in advance, but this, okay. this year they've got it nailed down. They announced recently. <laughs> the committee, right. they sat down, they said right. this works best for everyone. Right. December 25th. Right. And yeah, it falls yeah. on a Friday, so we'll completely screw the movie business. Right. Well, you know, it falls on a fun. Saturday. It's on a Saturday, yeah, but right. Christmas Eve, it takes the whole weekend. Yeah. It's like the worst day of the week to have Christmas. Clearly. Literally. So anyway, they're having that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I starting to listen to Christmas music, which my experience with Christmas music is similar to your experience with West Side Story. I love it and hate it at the exact same time. I've got a story for you. My friends hit me up last week and they said, we got some Christmas music we want you to listen to. Are you ready to get in the mood? But the way they said it to said it, I was like, is this a joke? And they're right. like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. This is uh for you, we're emailing you. Can you play it? Do you have a way to play a CD? Yeah. Oh. Which I had to think about. Yeah. I don't. I surprisingly do. Okay. Uh, and so they sent me the CD, and it's Bob Bob Dylan's Deck the Halls. <laughs> or no. Christmas in the Heart is what it's called. Oh, my God. It was made in 2009. Sounds awful. He's in his 70s. And I love Bob Dylan, just yeah. so we're clear. Don't write me. He only can sing about five words at a time, right. and then the backup singers have to take over. And it is like, <laughs> I listen to it several times, because it's still the Christmas songs that you right. know and love. You right. can sing along. Right. But it's like, you're, it, all the movies like, don't you want to go to Christmas? <laughs> Christmas. Oh. <laughs> it's like so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so love, hate. this is why you always tell me how much you treasure your friends. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I told him, I was like, thanks. I've really enjoyed listening to it. Also, it's horrible. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I've been listening to Christmas music and I also want to tell you, I hung up the lights on my house <gasps> and I was super happy. Yeah. Until literally like an hour later, half of the strings went blank. Oh, no. Come on. Killing me. Oh, man. Killing me. Speaking of killing, I'm also watching Killing Eve. What a segue. On Hulu. Thank you. Yeah. Are you hip to that? I'm not. Sandra Oh and Jodie Cromer. Sandra Oh, no, you didn't? Sandra Oh, no, you didn't. 
Yeah. And Jodie Cromer, who we met this year, she had two big movies sort yeah. of back to back. Did Mystery Gobble tell us about this show? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Boy, you do not miss a trick. Yeah, except for apparently. You're uh, like a steel that, trap. Except for that uh, one trailer that I can't. Yeah. I don't remember watching. What if we watched it, but somebody went in while you were asleep and like adjusted your microchip? <laughs> First off, don't tell people about that. <laughs> I told you about the microchip in confidence. <laughs> Two, that would never happen. <laughs> All right, so next week we're going to watch... Uh, Was the Spider-Man come out this week? Nightmare Alley. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, so we're watching Spider-Man. <laughs> Ooh. Is that this week? That's this week. It's not next week. Unless you're listening to the show two weeks from now, in which case it was last week. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do about this movie, man. When am I going to see it? Yeah, you don't. You don't. I have my time nailed down. You I know it. when I see it. And like, I had to bake a cake that night. Oh boy. <laughs> and I have to go to the vet. Well, the vet's legit. I'm not buying the cake business. <laughs> well, I have to bake a cake for the, the the office party the next day. Okay. I mean, maybe I can make it two days in advance. Yeah. I guess I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, this movie's going to be, I'm going to like wake up the next morning and my cat's going to be like, do you hear about Spider-Man? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's talk about it. <laughs> and the other cat's going to be like, Tom Holland and the other Spider-Mans meet up. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. How do you guys know? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's the world I live in. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, the best mm. way to do that is go ahead and write us podcast at pensinema.com. A lot of people hit us up this week. A yeah. lot of people for that Love t-shirt. It. Love it. And we got the new supposedly named Megan. Fake name Megan. Fake name Megan. So podcastofpensima.com or hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, people talking over there. Trailer Master Jason yeah. posts the trailers and yeah. stuff. Um, now, if you want to support the show, yeah. what's the number one way people can do that? Pat? Oh, well, <laughs> all you need is a box of Christmas balls and a Sharpie. Really? Yeah. And what a lot of people are doing, this is, I'm, I'm, have you seen this? Was it in the news? It's on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big, big time. Yeah. It's on the news. Is that in the news? <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. It was on the news. No. It was, was it on TikTok? No. It was on the, it was oh, on the news TV. recently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you catch it? They were talking about it. I missed it. No, it's a big story. <laughs> on the news? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it was featured in Time Magazine. Wow. Well, that's what it was. It wasn't oh. on the news. It was in Time Magazine. They okay. did a whole piece. A whole piece. They did a whole piece about what kids are doing now. Is <laughs> yeah. Go on. You see it in every home across the country, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Kids are buying these silver Christmas balls. Yeah, and then they're getting a sharpie and they're writing on them. Listen to the Pennsylvania podcast, and then what they're doing is they're visiting their neighbors and they're spreading a little Christmas cheer. Maybe they're making a cake. Or maybe they're making a gingerbread cookie or, or a, a fruit cake. Could be anything. You you make these cakes, you make these snacks, and you bring them. And what you do is you bring with it a Christmas ornament. Yeah. That says, "Listen to the Penn Cinema podcast." Right. And then that way, it goes on somebody's tree. They don't even have to see it, but it's in there. Every time they walk past their tree, they're seeing, they're getting right. that subliminal message. Right. And then while they're sitting down on Christmas morning, opening their gifts, they can be like, "Wait." 
Let's just pause the festivities <laughs> on Christmas morning in our jammies. And listen. Right. Can we all just sit still for a minute and listen to the show? And if you really want to get your point of, point across, yeah. when you're writing it out, you have to write it like a psychopath with like different letters <laughs> right. in, in capital, some in lowercase. Like a ransom note. Kind of like off kilter a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because you Perfect. want people to be interested and also worried right. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I do need to listen to this podcast. That's, that's our, in fact, I'm glad you brought that up, David, because I think it's time we announce our new company motto. <laughs> <laughs> we want you interested and also a little, a little scared. Worried. A little worried. We want you interested and worried, the Penn Cinema Podcast. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's it. All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Cinema Podcast, I'm David Bolton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.